Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the Venture Church Podcast. Venture is a life-giving church located in Bluffton, South Carolina, led by Pastor Sean Olson. We are so glad that you're joining us today. We hope this word encourages you and inspires you. Now, let's dive into the word with Pastor Sean and his message for this week. Amen. You can be seated. Welcome. Welcome to Venture Church. We're glad you're here. Isn't it incredible to worship? I'm going to say it again. Isn't it incredible to worship? Man. Listen, I know you're probably saving your voice for Super Bowl Sunday, but let's be honest. The teams are in. Nobody cares anyway. So, so that's just where that's at. I'm the pastor. I'm on stage. I have the microphone. I get to say what I want. So... But let's, let's, let's just get through this. Uh, man, I am so glad you are here. If you're a first or second time visitor, my name's Sean Olson. I get to be the pastor here at Venture, and I love what we do. I love this place. I love coming in on Sundays and worshiping. Uh, up until this point, I'm just like you. I sit back there, and I get my praise on. They hide me in a corner, apparently, because one, I cannot sing, and two, I cannot stand still for anything. Uh, but I'm excited that you are here. If you are a guest I ask, only thing I ask you is that you fill out that connection card you got in your green folder or in your worship guide on the way in. I give you my hassle-free guarantee. I'm not going to hassle you. Ain't nobody going to show up unannounced at your doorstep. That's weird, all right? We're not going to do that. We're not going to sell your information to a telemarketing company because nobody likes them anyway, all right? That's weird. Uh, What we would do is send you an email, and all we ask is on your way out, stop by our VIP area and let us give you a gift and answer any questions you may have. I cannot begin to tell you how excited I am for this series. Uh, This series is called I Want to Believe, But. Here's what I want to tell you even before we jump into the content of this series and the idea of this series. This is that series. You say, what series? Well, I'm glad you asked. This is that series that you're going to go home and go, man, I wish so-and-so would have been at church and heard that message. How many times do you walk away from church and you know that message was for somebody else and not you? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all done been there. That was so good for my wife. I hope she was listening this morning. And she's going, that was so good for my husband. I hope he was listening this morning. This is that series that you're going to go home and go, man, I wish so-and-so would have been at church this morning. Here is your mission. Bring them. Invite them. Bribe them if you have to. Take them to lunch. Now, I know you may be a broke college. Wendy's is on the way out. Get you a four for four, all right? Four for four is for the win, all right? You don't have to be. It don't have to be the expensive lunch. But do whatever it takes because this series is so raw. You know, one of the things when we planned adventures, we didn't want the polished church experience. We didn't want, we didn't want the, the, the fake. We want to be real. And this series is real. I want to believe in God, but. But something bad happened. What, what about that? I want to believe in God, but, and, and here's, here's what I want to get to, and this is, the, this is the reality of this series. People want to believe in something. I believe with all, all of my heart, people want to believe. I want to believe in something. That's why from the very beginning of time, people have sought out and worshiped and created even sometimes the existence of a God, because I want to believe in something, but... But something else. So, for instance, a a few things, there's these roadblocks in our society in the time we live in that keep people from believing in God. And I want to be honest, I'm I'm not here over the next four weeks to answer all of the questions. I'm not a magic eight ball, all right? It's not going to work. I'm not here to answer all of the questions. I'm not here to make it make all sense. What I am here to do is point us back to who God 
actually is. See, what we don't believe in is this God that we made up in our mind. I want to believe in God but this. For instance, I want to believe in God, but it seems like a list of rules to me. And that doesn't seem fun, so I don't believe in that God. Well, is that even the God of the Bible? No. I'll give you a cheat sheet there. That's not it. I want to believe in God, but how does a loving God let bad things happen? Well, is that even the God of the Bible that you're saying you don't believe in or that you struggle believing in? No. Or I want to believe in God, but he doesn't give me those like feel-good goosebumps, my hair standing up, wiggling, my hair's all going crazy, crying tears. He didn't give me the experience I wanted, so I don't believe in God. Or, or this morning, we're going to get to, I want to believe in God, but I want it that way. Come on, my backstreet boys, y'all. Where are you at? Come on. I, mm, come on, there it is. Let's go back for a moment. Mm. The, the music was there for a moment. Mm, come on, y'all. Let's just worship for a moment. Let's just worship. Let's go. You came to church now. You ready? You ready? Mm, that's enough. We can't. All right. Somebody was about to get saved. We're going to save that for the end. Right? Y'all felt that presence coming. That was not the presence of God, by the way. That is the presence of bad music. All right? Man, we want our way, or, or while we're down memory lane, let's, let's just stay there for a moment. You see, this pencil doesn't mean much to you. I'm about to see how old some of you are. Sim Youngin's about to go to school. You know what I'm saying? They're about to go to school. We're going we to educate some people this morning in the presence of the Lord. All right? This pencil don't mean much to you, but when... I add that pencil to this device. Come on, somebody. We go into church. We go into church. Watch out. All the millennials are going, what is he? What is that thing on stage? What is he doing? Yeah, yeah. I asked to find some tapes, and one of the millennials said, I think I have one on my credit card. Mm, good for you. Good for you. Right? See, if, if you know what this device is, then you know being that passenger DJ in the car on a road trip was work. You'd be like, hey, let me listen to that song. Hold on, is that on side A or side B? Oh, oh I can't. Oh, this is painful, right? You in here grinding, grinding. Oh, man, I went too far. Let's go back a little bit. And then the driver's like, hey, you know what? Put on the other song. All right, that's on side B. Hold on, let me get there for you just a second. And then while you're doing this stiff stuff, coming now, man. It's coming now. You wind up doing this going, let's go to the next one, all right? You got to go to another tape because that one's broken, right? I hope that wasn't someone's family heirloom I just threw. That would be bad, right? Sorry about that. Right, then you go to this one. You go, all right, wait, where's the next? The next? Oh, that's another one, right? Then if you were really good and you were dedicated, come on. You know where this is headed. You would sit down in your bedroom with your dual deck. You put two tapes in, the original album, and you will put the blank tape in, and you had your skills set because you knew you had to push play, and then on this side, play and record at the same time. So you were down there like this. One, two, three, ooh. And then, in real time, you had to listen to the song, and you started jamming out, and you forgot to push stop, so you got the next song anyway. But see, if you were really dedicated, youngins, we didn't have no make a playlist on iTunes. We took the time and we got everything we wanted on one mixtape. Come on, somebody, for the mixtape. 
Get excited for the mixtape. See, the great thing about the mixtape was it had all the songs you wanted and none of the junk that you didn't, just like the God we create for ourselves. All the stuff we want and none of the stuff we don't. We put all the stuff in one little box of theology. Oh, I like this. I have a plan and purpose for your life. I'm going to take that. We're going to put that on our religious mixtape. Come on, somebody. In this world, you will have trouble. Oh, that one's going over on the CD tower because ain't nobody looking. It's a piece of furniture. It holds 8,000 CDs you ain't never going to listen to anyway. It's going it's to get stuck up over here because I don't like that one. I don't like that song. What were they thinking when they wrote that song? What was he thinking when he put that scripture in the, in the Bible? You're more than a conqueror. Come on, I'm more than a conqueror. Yes, I'll take that one. Pick up your cross daily. Oh, I don't know. I don't like that. That's uncomfortable. We're going we to put that at the bottom of the tape down underneath the thing where the dust collects. I don't like that one. Count the cost. No, I don't like, I don't like that. See, we, we, we have mixtape God. We're mixtape God. It's all about what I want when I want it. I want to tell you, here's the thing. I want to believe in God, but I want to believe in mixtape God, the one that does what I want when I want him to. Well, that God doesn't exist. So when you say I want to believe in God, but I want to believe in mixtape God, you're not believing in the real God. I want to believe in God, but he didn't answer my prayer. Mixtape God. He didn't do what I thought he should do. Mixtape God. See, I even prayed and believed that he could, and also I thought that he, he should. Here's the essence of mixtape God. God does not exist to serve you. God does not exist to serve man. See, we put it backwards with mixtape God. Hey, God, this is what I need today. I woke up, wasn't feeling too good. Uh, I got a throat thing going on, or I just hit puberty. I'm not sure. But one or the other, I need you to fix it real quick. Hurry up and go ahead and fix this thing for me. Wait, you didn't do what I wanted you to. I can't believe in you. You must not be real, or you don't care. Hello. How many times is that us for real? I wanted you to do this, but you didn't. As if the creator of heavens and earth, the king of kings and the Lord of lords, as the Bible describes him, exists to serve finite Sean Olson. As if that God exists just to serve my needs and wants. That's mixtape God. And I want to tell you, mixtape God, he don't exist. See, he doesn't exist to serve me. I exist to serve him. God does not exist to serve man. We exist to serve him. We are not the main characters of this story. Mixtape God does not exist. And here's the problem in this entire series. If we put our faith in a God that we created, then our faith is really in ourselves. I will learn how to drink one day, I promise. If we put our faith in a God that we created, then our faith is actually in ourselves. It's in us getting our way. So ultimately, this entire series, especially today, is not in answering your questions. It's in re-identifying who God actually is. And mixtape God, he doesn't exist. There's no version of the Bible where we take the things we want and put it in one special area. And all the things we don't want and don't like, we put it over here and go, well, I'm just going to leave it over here. I don't have to deal with that. That does not exist. So if that isn't it, here's some things that God is. God's heart is, is always loving. There is no part of God that is not loving. God's heart is always loving. Come on, parents of kids of all ages. There's been at least one time this week where you had to look into that child's eyes 
whether they were nine or 19, sometimes 29 and sometimes 39. And you had to look in their eyes and say the magic word, no. Can we have ice cream for dinner? No. Can I have like 14 extra hours playing Fortnite? No. Can I skip school just to play Fortnite? No. Can I go out really, really late and hang out with a boy? No. No, 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 uh-uh. But you have the power to say yes. You had the ability to grant their wish, answer their request, and let's be honest, if you haven't ruined your child's life, at least one, you ain't parenting right. Come on, my parents always ruined my life. I mean, always, you're ruining my life. I just wanna go out, right? My dad, all right, y'all, little throwback, we're doing throwbacks. When I was growing up, skinny jeans weren't a thing. Like, bat, bell bottoms, I ain't that old, come on, somebody. Y'all need to find Jesus in here, right? When I was growing up, Skinny jeans weren't a thing, but man, we had, we had some Jinko jeans. I mean, you could put three people in one leg. And if you dropped your wallet all the way down to the bottom of the pocket, it was a three-day journey down there, all right? You come back, you better pack some snacks on the road trip to get your wallet. That's where chained wallets come from. It's like fishing. Hold on, what am I gonna get, what am I gonna get? Got a big one. Oh, no, that was Lent. I didn't get it, right? Like, that's where it came from. I, my dad would not let me wear Jinko jeans. He thought they looked ridiculous. He was right, by the way. That's another message. I'd be like, Dad, you're ruining my life. Everybody wears Jinko jeans and jerseys that are seven sizes too large. Everybody does. That's just what I want to do. You're ruining my life. And you're like, son, you look ridiculous. If you don't ruin your, life, your kid's life every now and again, you ain't doing it right. But he's always loving. He knew somewhere, someday, someone would have pictures of that stuff, and it would come back to haunt me. Making your kids, y'all were waiting for a picture, it ain't coming. Y'all were waiting, it ain't coming. Making your kids do your homework. Why you, but I don't wanna do homework. My seven year old man, he hates school. I mean, he hates school. I don't get it, he's seven years old, like you color, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. His, his teacher actually comes to church here sometimes, like I don't, I don't understand, you're a great person, why does he hate school? Getting him out of bed, I promise, when he's 15, he's gonna take a full-blown excavator. Like I'm gonna have to turn that joker on, drag him out of bed, it's not, I don't wanna go, why, I hate school, don't make me go. Well, I have the, I have the ability as his parent to say, oh, you know what, just stay home today. Don't go to school, but my love, is in what's best for him, not in his yes. Not in granting his wish and doing what's actually best for him. And seeing the end result, that's where my love, and some parents are leaning over, whispering in their kids' ears right now, going, you hear that man? You hear him? He's speaking truth on you right now. You need to listen to him. Stop coloring, stop playing on your phone. Stop playing, stop scrolling Facebook, listen to him, right? And my, 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 my no is because I love him. Romans 8.35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? Now, I hope in your situation it is not nakedness this morning that's separating you from the love of God. If it is, please stop by the VIP tent. I got a t-shirt for you. We gonna fix that problem right now. We ain't that kind of, so if you came in this morning and nakedness was it, Please go get a t-shirt, all right? That one's on the house. And I hope it's not the sword. I hope you ain't running from somebody with a sword. If you are, tell our security team, find them, please pray for them. Like, in our day and age, it may not be nakedness, famine, or sword. But what shall separate us from love, God? Shall fear? Shall failure? Shall cancer? 
Hmm. Shall divorce? Shall death? What about depression or anxiety or stress or an overwhelmed life? Shall that separate me from the love of God? The next verse says, no. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are more than conquerors, but your victory is not found in God saying yes, it's found in his love. We paint that victory is only in one thing, and that's in us getting our way. We like a seven-year-old. We just like, well, well, God didn't say yes, so I must not have my victory. The problem is your victory isn't found in him saying yes. It's found in his love, and he is always loving, which means we are always victorious. His love was shown on the cross. Sign, seal, deliver. He loves you. Tomorrow, he loves you. The next day, he loves you. When life is terrible, he loves you. He delivered that on the cross with the ultimate sign of love. He doesn't ever need to do anything else to show us that he is a loving God. He is always loving. And because he's always loving, nothing, and I mean, I mean nothing, can separate us from the love of God. He is always loving. His ways are always higher. I'm going to be really honest just for a moment. We're incredibly authentic around here. I just dribbled water all over myself last time I tried to drink, so I'm going to be honest for just a moment. There's so many things that are incredibly difficult to explain. Quite frankly, I, I can't explain. One of the hardest days in ministry I've ever had was I was called to the hospital, and I, I was asked to pray over a family and hold a stillborn baby, uh, and there is nothing in the world like holding a stillborn baby. Uh, it, it broke me. I wept. They wept. I was ugly crying. They were ugly crying. I prayed over them. And, and the, the temptation is, I want to explain this. How do you explain that? How, 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 how do you explain that? And there's so many things, unexpected deaths or incurable diseases or just random things. How, how do you explain that? But see, the problem is, in wanting to explain it, we put our faith in understanding, and our faith cannot be in understanding. See, understanding absolutely gets rid of faith. Once I understand it, there's no need for faith. Trust is not found in understanding. Trust is only present when you don't understand. When you look at your kids and you say, trust me, what you're saying is, you don't get it right now. Trust me. Right? When we put our faith in God, it's not faith through understanding. It's faith over understanding. I will take faith over understanding any day of the week. And here's why. In that moment, Holding a baby. If I had the answer to the question of their mind, it doesn't fix the hole in their heart. Understanding is a mental thing, while faith is a spiritual thing, and I want to give them something higher than mental. I want to give them something that they can hope for long term, and that God is at work, because his ways are always higher than our ways. It's not faith through understanding. It's faith in the absence of understanding, but with mixtape God. With mixtape God, I know exactly where to go to get the answer I want. It's all about me understanding what's on the tape. See, but if you're really old school, sometimes they put an unlisted song at the end of the album. You had to listen all the way to the end through the stuff you didn't like, through your favorite song and your least favorite song. 
through the dead space where you couldn't hear a song. And maybe we're caught in the dead space between God speaking to us. I'm saying hang on because his ways are always higher. And if you get to the end, there's that extra song that the artist knew about that you never did. And his ways are always higher, which means this. Better's coming. You're not dead and God's not done. Better's coming. Because his ways are higher. But I'm stuck in a bad situation. Better's coming. Isaiah 55 says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than earth, so my ways are higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Trust is not found in understanding. When I was a junior in high school a couple of years ago, <laughs> my dad moved me halfway through my junior year of high school from Chicago, the Chicago area, to Charleston, South Carolina. Like all good juniors, I was in a very serious relationship. Her name was Allison. And we had a, a long-term relationship. We were together forever, right? We were, we were it. Uh, by the way, I don't know, end of the story here, my wife's name is not Allison, for those of you that are wondering, right? So I was mad at my dad, and I was mad at God. They had taken this thing from me. They had broken my heart. What I didn't realize is I was about to trade an Allison for an Angela, and that was a trade-up, y'all. Come on, somebody. You know my wife. That was a trade-up. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Allison was crazy. I ain't playing. She was unstable. God had to move my whole family to save me from crazy. I didn't see it because she was pretty, right? Sometimes we blind, but she was crazy. She's going to listen to this podcast. Lord help her. Lord help her. I should have changed some names in here. Right? Right? God had to move me, but I was brokenhearted. Teenagers, young guys, young people, when so-and-so walks out on you, pick your head up because God's better coming. God's got better coming. When you don't get what you want when you want it, keep your head up because God's got better coming. God's not finished with your story. He's still writing it. He's the author and finisher of our faith, which means when he starts writing it, he's going to finish it. He's got better coming. Better coming because his ways are higher than my ways. And with mixtape, God, it's all about what I want. It's not about trusting the artist. It's not about trusting the author and finisher of my faith. It's more about pleasing my ear. We can't serve mixtape God because mixtape God doesn't exist. There are things in life that you won't understand. That's the moment your faith kicks in. The last thing, God's presence is always enough. His presence trumps his gifts. We look for God's provision. He just wants to be present. God, what you going to do for me? What you going to do for me? Come on, God, I, my, my hands are empty. I need, a new, I need a new gift. Come on, God, I got a new prayer request. And we, we even with a good prayer list people. I'm not a list person, y'all. If you're a list person, congratulations. We all envy you, okay? I'm not a list person. I'm an anti-list person. I'm a spaced out, right on the wall kind of person. But you got your prayer list. You think I'm kidding. I literally write on the walls of my house. You can pray for my wife, right? You got your prayer list with all the stuff you're praying for, and you're looking over that prayer list. Oh, well, God, you didn't answer this prayer. You didn't answer my prayer. You didn't do what I wanted you to. 
He ain't a genie. He's the creator of heavens and earth. He doesn't exist to give us what we want. He exists to drive us to our purpose. And sometimes pain is a part of that purpose. You're watching your kid ride a bike for the first time. You go, they're going to fall down. But they're going to learn. I tell my kids somewhat joking. Say, you get hit by a car, I'm going to spank you. Don't judge me. <laughs> Colin's so little. He's like, you would actually spank me while I'm bleeding? Yes, son, of course. What I'm saying is, you're going to take some bumps and bruises along the way, but you're going to learn not to run in the street. Because if it takes falling on your bike to keep you from getting hit by a car, I'm going to watch you fall down and take that bump. Because I understand things you don't, son. Listen, I'm not making light of your situations. But if it takes you walking through a rough relationship where your heart's broken, torn out, and thrown on the floor. But I saw something you didn't. And I, I, need, I need your trust that my ways are higher than yours. You're not going to understand. Your faith is not found in understanding. But I want you to know a few things I'm always loving. He's always. His ways are always higher. And his presence is always enough. David author of the 23rd Psalm, the most popular Psalm in the world, writes it like this, says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil because you give me what I want. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not what it says. Because you answered every one of my prayers. I won't fear evil because I knew exactly what you were up to. Mm -mm. I will not fear, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You see, your victory is not found in your request, it's found in His presence. But we take our eyes off His presence and put it on the presence of our current evil. And we feel defeated, and we wonder, God, are you real? Are you real? Do you see my struggle? Do you see my struggle? If you're real and you care, where are you? Don't let the presence of your evil diminish the presence of God. God is always presence. So in your fear, He's present. Come on. In your depression, He's present. When your life's full of anxiety, He's present. When you go through a divorce, He's present. When your life falls apart and you don't know where to go, He's present. When you're at the end and you're thinking about taking your life, He's present. Because in every situation, the promise is not victory, it's His, it's His presence. We want what we want. We always want what we want. Stop seeking what you want and start seeking who He is. See, until God is all you have, you'll never realize that having God is all you need. Until God is all you have left, you'll never realize that God is all you need. See, it comes back to, we buy into a God that doesn't exist. A God that is a genie that gives us exactly what we want when we want it. And maybe you've walked in and I've, I tell you, I've been hurt by church before. 
I've been disappointed. And maybe you walked in this place and you've been disappointed by God because he didn't answer that one prayer. In 2008, I prayed my heart out. I'm gonna tell this story later in the series, I think. 2008, I prayed my heart out as I watched my hero, one of my best friends in all life, my mentor, my father, lay on a bed stricken by cancer, breathe his last breath. He didn't answer that prayer. So, man, see, I don't preach a gospel I don't understand. See, doesn't that shatter your faith in God? No, because I would rather have faith in God than understanding. I don't need to understand it all. I know that at the end of the day, God is always loving. In your depression, he's always loving. Don't you let anything tell you differently. That's a lie. We buy into lies all the time. When your life's stricken with anxiety, don't you buy into that lie and tell you he is absent, that he's not loving. He is always loving. His ways are always higher than mine. I, get this, I don't want to serve a God that I understand because that's finite. I want to serve the creator of heavens and earth that all of this world tries to figure out his creation. He spoke it into existence. I don't need to understand what he's doing. I don't, he doesn't serve me. I serve, I serve him. That God's too small for me to serve. If I understand everything he's doing, that God's too small. I want to serve a magnificent God that is always higher than me. But this is what I know, even in the midst of the worst moment, he's always present. He's always present. My kids don't always make good decisions, even though they're pastor's kids. See, I'll pray for me. Even in the bad situations and the bad decisions, Daddy's present. The roughest moments, Daddy's present. My youngest son broke his collarbone a few years back and I held him for six hours straight, even during x-rays and stuff, because all he wanted was to be in Daddy's arms. Sometimes the problem is this, we're more concerned about Daddy fixing our brokenness than just being in his arms. You walked in this room and you've got some brokenness because you didn't get your way. I want to tell you, he is always present. But see, with this God, it's about a relationship, not a tape. With this God, it's about walking with him, not putting it in and getting exactly what I want. So if, if you're here today and you walked in and man, you've, you've had some valleys, you're in a valley, you've had some unanswered prayers, you've had some moments where God didn't do what you knew he could do and honestly what you thought he should do, Welcome to Venture, we've all been there. But I put my trust in Him. Every day I wake up, I put my trust in Him because I have a relationship with Him. So if you do me a favor and just bow your head and close your eyes. You're here this morning. You wanna believe in God, man. But mixtape God, man, it's, it's disappointed you. You prayed hard for some things and quite simply, they just didn't happen. You tried so hard to get it right, but it didn't happen like you thought it should. That God does not exist, but I wanna introduce you to one that does. And he is always loving. His ways are always higher than ours. And most importantly, he is always present, always.
present. And today, all we have to do is say yes to him. He provided the way and showed us the ultimate sign of love by giving himself on the cross and ultimately raising from the dead three days later. I want to introduce you to that God. You walked in this room struggling to believe in a God that would give you everything you wanted. This morning, I want to introduce you to the God, creator of heavens and earth that will do things that you don't understand, but he will always be there. If you know in your heart right now, you don't have a relationship with God. You walked in this room. You know, man, you've been struggling through it and you need a present God. I promise I won't embarrass you. All I want you to do is raise your hand and look at me so I can pray with you. Real quick, shoot your hand in the air so I can pray with you. Thank you. Anybody else? Shoot your hand. Thank you so much. Anybody else? Just raise your hand real quick. Look at me. I just want to pray with you. I promise I will not embarrass you. Yeah, awesome. Incredible. Incredible. I'm asking all my friends and those that raised their hand to pray this with me. Say, dear Jesus, today I put my trust in you. I may not understand, but I trust you. I accept you. Thank you for loving me when I made mistakes. Today, I choose you because you chose me in your incredible name. Amen, amen. You guys, two people just crossed from death to life. If you raised your hand at any point in one of our services or you've given your life to Jesus, I want to tell you, the most important thing is baptism. If you are a follower of Jesus and you've yet to be baptized, you need to be baptized. Do me a favor and stop by the Connection Center and just put your name on a list. We'll follow up with you. We'll talk about it. You have questions, we'll answer them. But if you follow Jesus, you need to be baptized. It's a big deal. So stop by if you raised your hand. Let them answer some questions you have. But maybe you're here, you have a relationship with God, but the lies have gotten real loud. Don't run out on this yet. The lies get loud. Satan whispers things in ours, you can't do this anymore. You're gonna break. It's too much. Sometimes we just need to silence and recognize he's, he's present. We as believers even start believing that God should do everything we want him to. So I'm gonna invite you, stand with me. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's message, take a second and share it with your friends. Here at Venture, we believe in the power of being connected with a local church body. So whether that's with us at Venture or another local church near you, we encourage you to get plugged in. We hope you have an amazing week. And thanks again for listening to the Venture Church Podcast.